Hello, everybody. How are you doing tonight on this fine Sunday evening? I'm your host, Peter Brown, and I'm back. And, uh, you know, what an amazing uh, news we all got this past week. And so we're going to talk a lot about that tonight, obviously. And, uh, you know, it should be a lot of fun. But as always, I'm not doing this by myself. The man that likes to do shows from his car. Everybody say hello to Uncle Ed. How you doing, Ed? Peter Brown. Hope you can see me good because I can't see you that good. Yeah, we can see and hear you just fine. Awesome possum. Uh, I'm going to keep going until my battery dies. I think I only have like 15%. <laughs> well, you know, Ed, in, in cars, they have chargers, right? My charger. This isn't my car. So I'm in my wife's car. So... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, how you doing? Chase the rock, the rock. Good, Peter. Uh, you know, I, I did do a show in my car. I know. Uh, that's why the I said day that. Of, of the announcement, while you were nice and relaxing with your umbrella drink, I was there talking to, the, to everybody about how exciting uh, this whole messy thing is. It's it's getting messy. Yeah, it's getting messy up in here, and and I'm still in vacation mode. Hence the shirt. You know, I figured. You know. I'm still in vacation mode. I haven't gone back to work yet. You know, it's all it's all Hawaiian shirts from here. You know, nice, nice, Peter Brown. But uh, uh, yeah, uh, you know, let's let's get to let's get get to business because there's a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about in a short time. Everybody, before we get started, go buy all your Inner Miami gear at Canes, where they are. They've been waiting for this day for Messi. They've always asking me, do you think it's going to happen? Do you think it's going to happen? Yes, it's happening. And this is where you can go and get your messy game day jersey when they go on sale. As of right now, there are no messy shirts, but there will be. And so you can buy a jersey now, leave it blank, and, and at a later date get the messy put on the back or something like that. But this is where you go to get all your inner Miami gear. It's located in Davie, Florida, just south of 595 on University Drive. If it's too far to go, don't worry. Go to canesworth.com. All orders over $99 ship for free. So support our sponsor. You want to support us, support our sponsor. And as always, you can give us a call, 786-474-4435. I've got three calls already lined up, so that's that's good as well. Yeah, people are uh, they they want to talk. I've gotten a couple of messages. I sent you a message recently too. Hopefully you got that. it. Yeah, th that gives us some topics to, to talk about. Um, so Peter, I, I want to know. You were on your cruise. How did you get the information? I mean, sometimes the connection's bad. Sometimes there you go. Yeah. So I I paid for the internet package. So. You know, you gotta you gotta pay for that, and I did that specifically for work, right? In case I needed anybody to needed to reach me, I manage a bunch of people, so I did that for work. But I did make a deal with my daughter to where I would have the internet during the day, and she would have it at night. So I'd transfer the it over to her because I only paid for one device because it it ain't cheap, Ed. Um, but I was actually this is the picture of the day after. This is me celebrating. This is the day after, the day of. I was actually, uh, I think, uh, here on their private island and, and again, Hawaiian shirts, uh, you know, a, a, on the private island, just ch soaking in the, in the big old pool there and, uh, you know, 
watching. You guys were chatting. You and Julio were chatting to me that uh, a press conference may be happening or some sort of conversation may be happening around 3 p.m. So, you know, I'm sitting there drinking a Coco Loco, you know, in a big old pool, you know, All near right. a beach. So, uh, and? Yeah. Uh, it was it was it was the interesting thing, though, the very next day. So the day that I'm wearing this shirt was, it, you know, people because now I'm walking around advertising. Right. So I, I came prepared. Right. So went off, of course. Of course. And it wasn't so much the people on the cruise ship, uh, because one thing I did learn is that there weren't a lot of people from South Florida on there. It, it was all these people from like. Ohio, Indiana, Illinois. I mean, a lot of people, they don't care about mm -hmm. Inter-Miami. Right. But the workers on the ship, all, a lot of them were coming up to me. And as they'd see me walking down the, the somewhere on the ship, they're like, Messi! All right. Even see? coming back into, the, in, uh, into Miami, the customs, you have to go through customs. The customs guy, I was only wearing the hat at that time. The customs guy goes... Ah, you must be happy. And I didn't realize what he was talking about because I didn't realize I was wearing the um, the uh, yeah. I didn't realize I was wearing the hat. So so you know I I you know then then I realized what he was talking about. I was like, oh yeah yeah, yeah I'm happy. You know, he's like you know. And the funny thing is, everybody's and this is something we should talk about while you're still here because we were chatting this a little bit. And man, there's so many things to talk about here. We can go on so many different tangents. And uh, but one of the things that is a big talking point Ed, about about uh, about this uh, this deal was that ticket prices. So the guy at customs says to my wife, your husband's a rich man now because I told him I have season tickets because oh, right. my husband's a rich man right now. So question out there for you season ticket holders. Hard decisions to be made sometime in the future. Do you forego a game or two or two to almost make enough money to pay for your season tickets next year, which we all know are going to go up in price. But, but, uh, you know, would you be willing? Cause right now ticket tickets, uh, you know, I, you know, if you if you look at some um, some tickets now, th these aren't like a real. It's not a great, you know, indicator. But but tickets right now for the Austin game, you know, haven't gone up dramatically. You can you can get um, tickets in our section, Ed, right around where we sit for uh, seventy five dollars. So they went up okay. a little bit. They went up a little bit. But the Austin game, Messi's not with us yet, right? Of course. The League's Cup game, though, which we do not have as part of our season tickets package. I, I, did I know. Contact, I contacted my ticket rep to find out, and uh, we do not have the tickets for, for that. But look at these prices. Wow. 114 is real close, is further away from where we sit. We sit in 115. So 114, row three, down low though, is $2,100 per seat. Wow. Wow. These are resale tickets. Now, the, the team, you cannot currently buy tickets through the team. 
The rumor is, oh, it's sold out and you can only buy them for this exa exaggerated price. That is not true. I reached out to my ticket rep, Teddy Minogue, and he confirmed to me that tickets were on sale about a month ago. They've pulled them and, and, um, you know, they, 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 you know, we could have bought them a month ago. Didn't think about it. I kept thinking they were part of our season ticket package. So I wasn't rushing out to get them because I thought I already had them. I was wrong. Uh, but, but, um, I keep putting you on mute Ed, just cause there's some background noise coming from, from your oh. side. I, I hear my, I think it's, I think it's the audio from the show coming through. But, oh, it uh, might so, be the air conditioning. I don't know. No, 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 no. I think it's the audio from the show coming through back, back at us. Anyways, so I keep muting you. Um, and when I and when I see your mouth move, I unmute you. Uh, so give it a second. I might miss a word. But but uh, no. So the so they pulled them, and they're they're gonna they're gonna go back on sale. They're gonna go back on sale uh, at some point. But of course, those prices are gonna be up. I don't think they're gonna be two thousand dollars per seat. That's the resale market. They're, they but a sixty dollars seat, you might see it at two fifty. Peter, uh, you know, raising my hand here. Uh, um, how's it going to work for me? All right. This season, I decided to, like, just buy one ticket because my wife wasn't going. And, and, and this is how the reality. I got interviewed earlier, and I was telling this guy about that. Uh, I was saying I that one ticket, you know, that I'm, I'm like, decided to save on, you know, it's going to bite me in the butt next season yeah. because – I'm going to be basically saying, dude, I want my ticket back because now my wife wants to go all the time. Now she's oh, like, ooh, I'm going to go want to go every game. You know, do you think he'll give me a ticket? I mean, I had it until this year. No. For three years, I've had those tickets. No? <laughs> no. You're going to be like, no, sorry. You're not going to get that second ticket back. No. But anyway, that, and think about it, Peter. How many times have we have we gone to these games and our extra tickets, you know, my Couldn't second ticket would sometimes... Couldn't give them we, away. Yeah, we, we try to give them away and nobody would want them. Right. Yeah. All the, that money we lost... That's not going to happen anymore, Ed. That's not going to happen anymore. But but um, here's a comment from Kata. Wear headphones, Ed. $5 at 5 below. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Ed wasn't planning on doing this from his car. So, you know, this was not a planned thing. It's just something that came, that, that happened. So give, we, can, we can cut them some slack this time. But if you continue doing them from on the road, headphones. Well, it worked out on the, for, the other, for the other show that I did live. It sounded okay. Because there weren't two people. Right, right, right. You were just talking by yourself. Gotcha. So it, 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 my voice is coming back. at, And so we're hearing like a reverb type of thing but it's fine it's fine yeah i don't hear anything okay uh anyways um so there was a question and this show i feel so scattered on this show ed and and I'm, i apologize to anybody in the chat but we did get a question ahead of the show you sent it to me uh from from our, our buddy kevin gonzalez saying if you could assuming you have any information touch on the ticket issues I pay. I paid for my season tickets in full and had all of my tickets in the second half of the season on my account. And then the day after Messi announcement, the ticket disappeared from the, uh, with the exception of the Austin game on July first. So let's talk about that first because he has a couple other points. 
So I think that's just they pull all tickets. They're going to be they're not they can't raise the prices on you of what you've already paid for. You got lucky. You know, you've got the season tickets. I think they just pulled all tickets probably part of a of of a situation where through Ticketmaster they're pulling all tickets you know so that to con- to control the resale or to raise the prices for the individual s- uh, tickets being sold but i i you know your tickets will go back into your account i have i i don't know anything other than it it they cannot do that they cannot take them away from you and and, and charge you more money or anything like that so your tickets will pop back into the account just give it some time don't worry about that. Um, his other comment was, I've heard rumors about moving to Hard Rock. And Ed, we have heard that that will not happen. That they are going to expand. Is that the reason? Is that the reason you think? Money? Well, I think it's one of the reasons. Uh, they want to you know, save all that money because rent's probably going to be expensive if you think about it, Peter. Yeah. Um, and and they probably don't want to spend that money, but I I I would think that that stadium would probably fill up anyway, even if the tickets are cheap. You know, up at nosebleed, uh, all these people are going to spend money on parking and all, et cetera, et cetera. I think they'll make the money back, but you know they've got their reasons. And there's something else that you haven't told people that you also heard about, Peter. And I think I'm going to let you do that one. What was that? They're going to expand. expand? Yes. Yeah, they they have plans on expanding Drive Pink Stadium, filling in all the corners. So um, I I did see that people were were commenting. You know the funny thing, Ed? You're talking about everything blowing up. I sent you a a chat that in the last seven days, our video that we did um, three years ago, three and a half years ago or whatever, our video that we did that is a full a full uh, tour of Drive Pink Stadium before it was open. I'm, you know, all season ticket holders could get this tour. I'm the only one that filmed it. And we've got a lot of views on it. But in this week alone, we've gotten over uh, 4,271 views. In one week alone, over 4,000 views on that. And a lot of the comments are, Messi's going to play here. Messi's going to play here. A couple of comments were, I wish you filled in you you I bet you wish you filled in those corners and that's what they're going to do. They're going to fill in those corners and and uh then they'll sell those uh, those corner seats and and um you know rumor is um you know what we're hearing is that uh, they're going to start working on that right away and be done by uh sometime in September. So yeah, I I I think that um that's going to be uh, – they're, they're, I, I wonder how many people could could they'll be able to get in there, man. I, I would figure, what, ten, uh, two each side, four, maybe maybe they'll go up uh, 4,000 or something? Uh, yeah, maybe more. I'm trying to think in the corners how many you could fit. How many fit in the supporter section? And the supporters, I think, is six. Six thousand? Six, a, a little over six thousand, I believe. And so you could, I'm just, because I thought it was less. I thought that what they designated as a supporter section, not the entire uh, North 
stands, but the with a designated oh, supporter okay. section. Okay, was, I, I was talking about the whole stand. I think it was like six thousand. So, um, yeah, I, I probably put two thousand per side per angle. Because I'm thinking that section you put. So maybe potentially two. Uh, I uh, you know, two thousand seats in each corner, maybe. Maybe I'm I'm guessing I don't I don't well, really know uh, where the club is at. If you if you think about it, where the club is at, that's they're they're not going to be able to fill that one in because they have the club there already. So oh, just be the other three the view of the club. <laughs> that's true. Right. I didn't think about that. So you're talking, yeah. you know, maybe maybe three corners. Maybe if if you could get the most two thousand in each corner, six thousand extra yeah. seats. So I'm kind of sad because the Heineken bar, you know, the Heineken bar is basically gone now. It's going to be gone. Unless they put it underneath. Yeah, that DJ's, that DJ booth is gone. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye to the DJ booth. <laughs> <laughs> Burn down but, the disco, hang the blessed DJ. Yeah, yeah, that DJ's too damn loud anyways. <laughs> well, but, um, yeah. They're going to have to rethink the bar uh, somehow, unless unless they can figure out a way to build seats around it, over it, and kind of like you said, it's kind of sandwiched under it somehow. Maybe. Um, yeah. Not. I'm not. I'm not real. I'm not real sure about that. But uh, um, you know. So so as far as as far as playing at Hard Rock, we do know that Stephen Ross. And, and there's a question uh, in the Strong Vic is asking who's Stephen Ross. He's the owner of the Miami Dolphins, who owns the Hard Rock Stadium where they play. And and first off, that stadium, from what I understand, is booked pretty solid. You got the Dolphins, you've got the Hurricanes, and then you've got this tennis tournament that uh, they build an entire tennis field in the middle of a stadium in a stadium. And, and then on top of that, and they're preparing for this now because I drove past it twice in the last couple of days going to downtown Miami for the, for the, for the cruise. Uh, they're getting ready for the Formula One, which is not inside the stadium, but it's around the stadium. So that right. stadium is kind of booked. But on top of that, Stephen Ross has his own uh, soccer promotion company called Relevant Sports, I believe it is. And 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 he's been uh, not so friendly with MLS uh, since since uh, you know getting into the soccer business himself, and so you know they may have butted heads there, and 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 at the end of the day, like you said, it could come down to money. Although, whatever he's going to charge, I think the Moss brothers should would probably be willing to pay. I mean, they're going to sell that sucker out. Messi comes at least for the first couple games. You're getting that sixty something thousand people in that stadium. Right, right. Uh, Peter, I, I got to say uh, that I think we're getting ready to move here. Oops. All right, Ed. My battery's almost gone, so I just I, I, you know, I just want to chime in and say, uh, you know, uh, it, it's time for you guys to take advantage of Peter right now. You know, to, uh, to, you know, uh, let him know not to go on a, on a on his uh, vacation while Messi's being announced. And there's going to be possibly more players. I'm going to leave you with that, Peter. All yeah. these other possible players that are going to show up. With that note, Peter Brown, I'll see you in a few. All right, Ed. We'll catch you later. All right. So Ed's Ed's got some family business he's got to take care of. So uh, 
<laughs> God, God is like, take the phone in the house and charge it. I'm not going to tell you what Ed is doing. That's his personal business. Um, but uh, he's busy with family related things and he is not at home. So that's that's the issue. Uh, oh, for, um, one world, one goal says a Formula One just happened and was a big success. They are tearing down the setup and tear down is like three or four months. Can't use it. So there's that. Okay, so I, I don't follow Formula One. So I was looking at it as I'm driving by thinking, oh, they're setting it up. But it's the opposite. I guess they're tearing it down. Whatever. So, um, well, anyways, uh, like uh, let's let's actually um, let's let's go to some um, of your uh, voicemails now, since, uh, you know, I, I've got three of them in, in the queue. And if you want to leave another voicemail, you can for your voicemail. Hello. All right. And we'll remove Ed here. And we'll just have me. All right. Here we go. Oh, my God. I forgot to call Peter. I was uh, WhatsApping with Ed and Julito and everybody. So, woohoo! Oh, my goodness. If you had told me we would land messy, all of us that were like, oh, I'm so sick of hearing about this. And, and then I even tweeted, like, he has until September. And then we were saying he might be loaned out and yada, yada, yada. So this still does not, oh, hi to all the fans, shout out to the room, Yankee boy, Eric, oh my God, we're going to have to have like miles of beers, cartons and cases of beers, Red Stripe and Peroni and, you know, good old American beers, Heineken, that's our sponsor. So anywho, when we get to the new stadium in particular, uh, we got to organize like barbecue spots, because now that they're doing away with the parking and stuff, we, uh, anyway, we got to plan some serious stuff when the new stadium opens and everything is cooking. So can't wait. Exciting uh, news. Shout out to everybody in the room. Love you guys. Oh, there's a pause there. Forget about the new stadium. Oh, I'm getting stadium. other calls. Sorry. <laughs> I think I'm still on. Oh, my God. The phone's blowing up. Everything's like super exciting. We got messy. All right, I Love thought you guys. Was done Love too. the show. All right, so so forget about the new stadium. Come to Drive Pink. I don't even think Messi ever steps foot in in Miami Freedom Park to play. Maybe he's an ambassador. Maybe he's an owner. What have you? But I don't think he plays at Drive Pink. We don't at this point. We still don't uh, know the deal. Uh, how many years is he, is he going to sign with Miami? Uh, we don't know. Is it two years or four years? I mean, he's going to play until he's 40. I don't know. That's, that's so old. So I don't, I don't really know. Um, I'm going to throw in a couple. We'll get to another voicemail in just a second. Throw in a couple questions here. 86, 86 is asking Pete, what are your thoughts on Robbie Robinson being sold? Mr. Glass. Um, from what I understand, he's not getting sold. He's getting released. They're not even looking to uh, make any money on him unless you saw something I didn't. The last I heard earlier today is that um, he's going to get released. So they're not even looking to make any money on him. They're just letting him go. He's a player that I think had his promise. He's a player. You know how it works. You know what happens. He's going to end up in another team and he's going to light it up. He's going to be great, but he's going to suck here for us. Um, and it's not even that he sucked. 
he showed so much potential when he got on the field at times. If he wasn't getting berated by Higuain, uh, and, 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 you know, he started to play pretty well. And, but he cannot stay healthy. I don't know what's with the kid. Just some people are just kind of, you know, it's just the way their bodies are made, maybe. You know, I was at the Barcelona game where Inter Miami played Barcelona, and, and you know, he, he came into the game and, and played for like 20 minutes and then got hurt, had to come out, and we haven't seen him since. So, um, you know, I don't, I don't think, I don't think um, we're ever going to see him again and that he's going to be released. So going back to another question here, Kata has, Peter, how does it feel after struggling to get a team back and now getting the GOAT? So that's, that's part of it is, is, you know, just my personal experience of, of, of the, you know, of this, we, we, for so many years, and you see, you see up above, you see the strikers and, and Miami FC, you know, teams that I followed uh, uh, waiting for MLS to come. And there's two versions of Miami FC, right? Several different versions of the Fort Lauderdale strikers, too. And then there's also the Miami Sharks, and there's so many different teams, Miami Fusion, and all that kind of stuff. And we, we've seen teams come and go in South Florida, and I, I've been following them all since the 70s. And I've watched them come and go. And it feels so good to have a team that has, is, is, is solid. It's got a solid foundation. Are they good? No. But, I mean, that, that happens. You know, sports, you have your ups and downs. We're in a down. But, but now we've got a, a, a solid ownership that's willing to spend money. And, and you know, a, a question is, you know, we were starting to question Chris Henderson a little bit because he had to take some of the blame for the team being what it, how it is right now. But I said before, he was handcuffed. We were all held hostage by Messi. So he, he could not go out and spend money because they're trying, to, trying to, to get this deal done. And so he's kind of handcuffed. And, and I was told there was no plan B. Question is now, this can still be a horrible disaster. Getting the GOAT could still go wrong. It does not mean it's going to be easy. And, 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 and now is a real, the real test for Chris Henderson is what kind of team does he put around Messi? And so that's, that's, uh, that, that, that's where we're really going to see a, the, a, a test there. Um, Esteban Dito says, Beckham's stay at MLS was for five years, and even though he left briefly to AC Milan, his five years helped our league to grow. Messi's two years would not, to be extended, make it worthwhile. So he's saying, uh, okay, if I understand that correctly, you're, you're thinking it should be two years and two years only. But Messi is, bringing, is about to bring MLS 3.0 or 4.0. I don't know what point oh we're at now. I'd say 3.0 probably. But uh, it's about ready to take MLS to another level, right? Making MLS a little more global. That's where this Apple deal makes a lot of sense. It now is going to become a global, uh, you know, because people, it, you can complain about Apple all you want. And I know people have that. Some people are like, hey, I'm not, I'm not going to buy Apple. I, I don't like Apple. But now people from anywhere in the world can easily see Messi play. They just have to pay for the subscription, 
But you could you can easily see Messi play anywhere in the world. All right, let's go to another voicemail. It's time for your voicemail. Hello. Uh... America's favorite uncle, Uncle Ned. And you know what Uncle Ned says, boys and girls? Fam, fam, fam. Damn. A damn, damn. And we are saying, damn. A damn, damn. Say it twice because, boy, what I thought was going to be like a 5% chance of us doing it happened to turn out to be 100%, man. I uh I want to start off by shouting out my two guys, man, Uncle Ed, uh Uncle Ed and um downtown Peter Brown, but uh I think we got to shout out uh Jorge uh Massa and his brother. Absolutely. Um as well as David Beckham, man. You got to give them credit for being persistent, staying on the ball, and when everybody thought they were crazy as hell, me being one of them, nutty for thinking you can get the best, not only the best soccer player in the world, but the best athlete right now in the world he's he's like lebron james times 10 but uh they stay persistent and he kept with it shout out major shout out to the moss brothers and to uh david beckham man i'm i'm shocked i'm amazed and i'm surprised and my hat goes off to you guys uh italia said the curse of tubby may be over with nah not yet but it's uh it's well on its way of being over man um but the uh, only other thing I have to question is this team. Um, please talk about possible roster upgrades, possible uh, people letting go, being let go, because the way that this roster is constructed right now, I know we're, we've got major injuries. Uh, and shout out to Quarantine John Coco. Um, he, I watched that game last night. And he, yeah, I never seen a grown ass man scream so bad, man. He uh he definitely needs our thoughts and our prayers, man. So shout out to Corinth and John. And uh but on on the other note, um, yeah, this team, man, is not that good at all. And we obviously know that. Uh, I'm not saying anything new. But uh we definitely have to make some roster improvements. And uh I just wanted to pick you guys' brain as to who we might be able to bring in. I know we kinda know who's rumored to be coming. Thank God Luis Suarez ain't coming. Uh, but, uh, and that's for Uncle Ed. But, uh, uh, yeah, just, uh, maybe we can kick around that ball and see what's up. And, uh, I can't wait to see, uh, Messi come over to, uh, Drive King Stadium. And to be honest with you, I don't know if you guys touched it or not, but, uh, we may have to discuss, uh, Inter Miami playing at Hard Rock Stadium, man, because, uh, you might as well maximize your profit. There's no way that. Oh, he got cut off. So, yes, shout out to the Moss brothers. They said they had no plan B, and they got it done. They got it done. Uh, you know, hats off to them. They saved this team. They saved this project. If you don't remember, the inner Miami uh, MLS Miami deal was dead in the water. Chloré and Beckham. They were looking for that third owner. There was potential, uh, I think his name was Todd Bowles or whatever, was going to become an owner, and that failed. And, you know, it was it was all falling apart. 
all falling apart. And then the Moss brothers came in, saved the day, and now here they are bringing in the GOAT, Messi. So hats off to the Moss brothers for sure. As far as players, I think I think here, let me, uh, I, I had this prepared for tonight. Um, if we talk about some players, I mean, the one that, uh, you know, people were talking about, but he's apparently come out and said not going to happen is Luis Suarez. I mean, these are not, none of these players' names are, there's all the players that we've all heard being rumored. Uh, there are, I don't, I don't have any inside knowledge of anybody else, you know, there, they're famous also for just pulling out some players you never heard of. I mean, you had never heard of of Jean Mata or 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 Gregory before, right? So and 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 they came in. So there could become some players like that that you never heard of that that are that are that are tearing it up in Brazil or Argentina and, the, and some team you don't follow, right? And so, but the big names we heard we heard about this guy Luis Suarez. His teeth are not coming to Miami, according to him, that he's got a deal through with Grimio and he's happy there. So he's saying that is not going to happen. Another word rumored is Angel de, de Maria. Um, I'm sure I'm saying that wrong, but this one uh, maybe is a little more possible. Um, I'm not I'm not 100% sure, but that would be pretty amazing. Uh, I think everybody would be pretty happy to see him with the team. He's another aging star, though, so that's that's the uh, the the um, you know I, I get a little bit concerned about that, but but you know he knows Messi well, and it makes sense, and he can still he, he could still play. So 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 that would be good. And then obviously we've heard about Busquets for a long time, and we've heard that this deal is basically close to being done. It, he he wanted to wait until Messi was coming, but something to talk about with 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 this is, and I was reading about this, and and so the word is this is going to happen. Busquets is going to come here, but he will not be a DP, and that's where people start scratching their head a little bit and saying, "How are you going to make that happen?" Now, Inter Miami sold off a bunch of people. Uh, um, you know, for, for, uh, you know, they got a lot of gam and tam and all that kind of stuff. So they've got some money, but to, to, just to give you an idea, this, this, the midfielder, um, uh, Busquets was reportedly making $26.3 million per year at Barcelona and was reported to have received an extension offer valued at seven or $8 million. So, to buy down Busquets, you've got to get him under, what is it, somewhere around $1.6 million. So you could buy down his contract to an extent, but how much money do they have? I mean, it's gonna, that's, that's the question. And Kata's right is that Gregory is expected to be bought down as well. So he's currently our third DP, and he will be bought down. Pizarro will be... Uh, bought out of his contract. So thanks, uh, Pizarro, for, for your effort this year. But see you later, apparently. Uh, you know, I would be interested to see how he fits into this team. I'm, I'm, I'm still a, a, a supporter of his. I think he's got a lot of talent. Yes, he holds on to the ball too long. So, um, but, but uh, apparently, and you know, I, th I had been saying on this, sh on this show that, 
that they should buy, they should have bought out Pizarro and kept, um, you know, bought him out in the offseason and kept Pozuelo. But I guess the thought process there was let's keep Pizarro. Let's see if he can help the team to get through the first half of the season, at which point they could buy him out. And if he proved to be invaluable, well, then maybe you change your plans. But clearly, we're in last place. So he's he's looked, I, I, I agree with Bruno, he's, he's looked pretty good. He looked pretty good last night. But we still lost. So he's not looking good enough to make a difference, right? So rumor talk is he'll be bought out. So, you know, you've got, and, 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 and then there's, there's also talk about uh, some people were talking about floating out there that Campana might be for sale. Oh, he better not be because I, I just put Campana on the back of my jersey. Can't sell him. For me, you can't sell him. But then there's also a report saying that it's absolutely false. Actually, Taylor Twellman came out, uh, former New England Revolution player, respected journalist now or, or broadcaster, Um uh, says that is false, that that they they will keep him. They could buy him down. He's a young DP. You could buy him down as well. But how much money? So selling off all these players that they that that they had, uh selling off of like players like Bryce Duke and Ari Lasseter, you know, that that helps you get all that gam and tam that you can now use to buy down these players. So um Jay LaRosa is actually saying Campana is simply zero hustle. I disagree. I think Campana, that's one of the things I love about Campana is his hustle. I will agree to this point that in the last several games under Neville, Campana seemed to not hustle as much. And I talked about that here because that's one of the things I loved about him is he'll come back and play defense. He's everywhere. I think he's, he's shown that hustle again since Neville's been gone, I I, I want to see Campana with um, you know a, somebody that can actually get him the ball. All right, so um, <laughs> Kata saying I'm happy they'll stay at Drive Pink 15 minutes away. Me too. Although Hard Rock is a great stadium to watch a game. I've seen uh, a few games at the Hard Rock. I saw the U.S. play. Holland years and years ago, maybe 22 years ago, 23 years ago, something like that, a long time ago. Um, and then, um, of course, I saw Barcelona play Chivas, which is a messy game, if I remember correctly. So, um, uh, you know, it's a great game. It's a great place to watch a game. Some people say it's the best soccer stadium in the country. Because if you think about it, at the time that the Hard Rock was built, Joe Robbie was... The, his wife actually was the owner of the Fort Lauderdale strikers. So they were in the NASL and they had visions of the NASL growing and succeeding. So he built a football stadium with the ability to host soccer. So he made sure that there was good soccer lines and all that kind of stuff. It was wide enough, all the things needed for soccer. Cause he dreamed someday that players like Ray Hudson and Nene Kubias would be roaming the field at Hard Rock never came to be, NASL collapsed, what have you, but Hard Rock was built with soccer in mind. And now that they have those canopies over the, it really looks like, like a European soccer stadium. So um, I think it, it would be a great location. And 
it's easy access. I mean, I know that uh, MLS wants teams to be in downtown and all that kind of stuff, and that's why Miami Freedom Park makes sense. But if you want a stadium that's easy access from all three counties, it's Hard Rock. I mean, it's right off of, of, of the Turnpike, easy access. I mean, heck, I grew up in that neighborhood. There's an elementary school right next to Hard Rock. I mean, when you go to Hard Rock, if you're coming from the north, you're going to pass it. It's Norwood Elementary. That's my elementary school. I went to school where Hard Rock is. And I, I, I grew up on 199th Street, uh, just, just actually technically on 200th Street, one block away from 199th and 9th Avenue. So, I mean, I was right there. When the stadium went up, my family moved out. They were like, we're not, we don't want to live near a stadium. But still, that is my neck of the woods. I grew up. And that would be a great place to see Inter-Miami games. Um, so, all right. Let's go to our last voicemail here until you guys want to, unless you guys want to call and bring in another one. What's up, mi gente? It's your boy, Yankee. Um, in life, sometimes we forget that football is not actually life and that there's other things that are bigger than life. I'm guilty of that. Um, getting better as I get older. First, I want to give a big shout out to the lovely Peter Brown's daughter for graduating high school. I also want to give a huge shout out to my daughter, Lulu, who occasionally would guest on the old Spitting Spark segment That's right. when we were on Ultras Alive for graduating high school. Now, on to the football. Um, y'all, congratulations. As we like to say in my community, with any big uh, decision like this, there are often ramifications and repercussions. But I would encourage you all, as you navigate those ramifications and repercussions, to enjoy the historic moment of your club. So many of you have been waiting, praying, probably lighting candles and burning incense, hoping that Messi would arrive to Miami, and now you have him. So the next chapter of your club has just started. I think possibly the next chapter of MLS has just started. Only time will tell. But just make sure that you're enjoying the glories of the moment that was so anticipated. What's coming will come. And y'all will navigate it. Both the good and the bad. Holler at you later, players. All right. One of the originals. One of the originals, Yankee boy there. And yeah, if you, we used to do podcast only, audio only version. And, and called uh, Ultras Alive. And we, I mean, he was just a regular, a Yankee was a regular viewer and our listener. And eventually he came and joined us on, on a little segment. I think we called it like a one minute rant or something like that. And then that was kind of a joke because it always went five to 15 minutes, whatever. It was longer than a minute. It was kind of a, the bit of a joke is that it, it was never a one minute segment. But, uh, and yeah, it was cute that his daughter at the time was young, uh, as was mine. I uh, forgot that they were the same age and that they both graduated at the same time. So, But to his point, to enjoy the moment. And, and that's where it's funny. I see commenters on social media. And some people are happy. 
Uh, and, and then there's the other side that, you know, you can never make everybody happy. So you've got all these people complaining that we suck and that we, we, we uh, you know, we need new players and all that kind of stuff. So now we got it. Okay. We got the GOAT. We got the best player in the world. Could win the uh, beyond Ballon d'Or. I can't ever say that thing right. Could still win that for this past year. Um, and it could be on our team while he wins that. How about that? But, uh, you know, so we've got the, we've got this great player and, and meanwhile, I still see people complaining that, oh, great. Now parking is going to be a hassle. Oh, great. Now the ticket prices are going to go up. Yes, they're going to go up. That is part of having a big time team. You want to have the big league. You want to have the stars. You got to pay for it. And so enjoy the moment. Stop complaining about what ticket prices may become. Just make it a priority and go to the games you can afford to go to. If you can afford to go to all of them, great. And I don't know anything, but I can't imagine season ticket prices, say, next year, say, tripling, for example. I think I don't think that happens. I think, you know, they, they probably still need to go within the range of what's considered acceptable within MLS. We may be the most expensive tickets. And I was I was actually looking today to see what the uh, the the season ticket, like each team, uh, how much they're charging for season tickets and where we rank. I've seen a graph of that in the past. I couldn't find one for today. I was looking for it. But um, but we will probably be the top most expensive uh, rank. I think LAFC, LAFC was up there in the past. Charlotte's up there because... Of, they have a, a um, you know, you have to buy a ticket license, a seat license on top of your season ticket. So it's a whole, a whole bunch of things. So, um, uh, you know, ticket prices are going to go up, but I, I would think maybe what forty percent, I think, is fair. But I don't, I don't think it's going out ridiculously expensive. Um, hang on, Christopher Harris from from. Uh, World Soccer Talk says, congrats to Football Miami TV for being nominated for Best Fan YouTube Channel by World Soccer Talk. Polls open for voting through June 30th. So, everybody, go to worldsoccertalk.com. Thank you so much, for, uh, Christopher, for that nomination. Everybody needs to go to worldsoccertalk.com and give us a vote. I know the thing is we're up against last year. We were up against some of these uh, – you know, Premier League things that we didn't stand a chance. But maybe with Messi coming and all that, maybe we stand a chance. But either way, wherever we finish, show us some love. Go to World Soccer Talk. Give them a little bit of love as well. So that's pretty cool. So thank you for that. Uh, Eric Thomas asking the question, Peter, what structural changes do you see in MLS next year now that Messi is here? I'm hearing they may have to increase his salary cap, or add a fourth DP. Makes sense. There should be some changes. It won't be this year, but it would make sense that there are some changes. I think the most obvious change will be security. And I saw somebody, um, there was actually a quote from uh, um, Nick Marsman, our player, saying that, I, here's his quote. Goalkeeper Nick Marsman saying, I personally think that this club is not ready for Messi's arrival. We have a temporary stadium. People can just walk on the pitch. And I saw a couple of kids running on the pitch after the last home game. 
It happens. Uh, there are no gates. We also leave the stadium. We leave. We also leave for the stadium without security. I think they aren't ready. This also sounds like a man that's about to get released or or sold. Right? They are going to try their damnedest to offload Nick Marsman's five hundred and something thousand dollar contract. That is part of how they can get some more of that gam tam and all that kind of um, monopoly money that MLS likes to use. But that is something they will definitely have to address, and that is security. They will ha definitely have to uh, increase security. Salary cap goes up, I think, uh, I don't know if it goes up in one year. That generally goes up when they do negotiations for the uh, Players Association. So I don't know if the salary cap goes up, but maybe. But I could see a fourth DP for sure going in there. So I haven't heard anything, um, but it would not surprise me. That, that they did that. I actually have a video clip I planned on playing, and maybe we could sneak it in. It's a video clip of Bruce Arena talking after the Inter-Miami game, and it's a, it's, it's a clip where the, uh, the, the reporter is trying to ask Bruce that, you know, hey, Miami cheated, and now the league is helping them get messy. Do you think this is fair? Let's, let's, actually, let's, let's go to that. Let's play that. And 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 see. Let's go to that right now, and and play a few few uh, a minute or two of this. Last one here. With the, I got to see Tom. Got to ask you about Messi. Um, <laughs> a couple of years ago, Miami gets slapped on the list wrist by the league for breaking roster rules. A couple of years later, cap rules. Cap rules, but they still got sanctioned. A couple of years later, the league is working with Miami to help bring Messi in. You follow the rules. You've done the right thing the entire well, time. Is well, that they, fair? They, I mean, I haven't examined their roster, but they have a designated player slot open, right? Sure. So they can pay him a billion dollars. It doesn't matter. So instrumental in working with Miami on this deal. Do you think that's fair after they <laughs> went after them pretty hard a couple of years ago? I think bringing Lionel Messi into our league is fabulous. And whatever they can do, if they had three DPs already and they brought him in, I could live with it. I mean, really, I think it's, it's good for our league. Our league is, uh, has grown considerably. And, you know, I had Beckham. I, I came in L.A. after uh, Beckham had a, a, a tough year and a half, I think. Uh, I, I can't remember the exact day. I think David came in in 2006, seven, and and that he came in mid-year maybe. Is a mid-year and and, uh, and and it was a mess. These things aren't easy. And then I came in L.A. I, I think in uh, in July or August of of 2008, and uh, and we just hung in there. Uh, for the remainder of the year, I, I coached probably seven, ten games, whatever, and then we 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 brought in 19 new players the following year and made it to the MLS Cup final, and then we got obviously a little bit better and and all of that. Uh, but it's challenging. It's not going to be easy for Miami. But Mi Miami has a a, a better roster now than I had in LA wow. coming in in 2008. So they're going to be fine. And Messi's going to win games. If Messi Preach. was on the field tonight, you know, it would have been a real challenge for us. So, That's right. it's it's good for the team. It's good for Inter Miami. It's it's great for the league. 
I'm hopeful that he's. Uh, we don't have to play him anymore, so it's good for us except for the playoffs. <laughs> I'm that. hopeful that uh, he has a great impact on the field. He's going to have a great impact off the field. We know that. So I think it's great. These roster rules should there be no more three. They're not violating any roster rules. I mean, Jesse, you are when you took over with LA and when Beckham came, it brought along the designated players, Tam, Gam. It didn't bring along, it was already there. Expanded it. Expanded, you know, new roster rules. You think we'll see new roster rules come into play here? They they didn't do anything different. When you decide to warm dollars, that's where we got Tam from. All right. No, but, but, but all, all I'm saying the, Miami's not doing anything that any other team could have done. He could have Messi could have come to come here if he had an, an open DP slot. You know, they're not. There's no rules that are being violated. All right, so let's leave it there. It's uh, it, it goes on and on, but I love hearing Bruce Arena defending. Uh, you know, the the reporter is trying to like you know throw him this like an opportunity to, to bash Miami, and he's like, yeah, they cheated. You know, should should the league be helping them and this and that and 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 he's straight up just saying they didn't do anything wrong because he he won't acknowledge anything about the past. It's like that's in the past. We're talking about the current, and I love that the reporter is trying to get Bruce to say something bad about Inter Miami and about the league helping Inter Miami get messy here, and he he doesn't fall for it. He's just like, is this a good deal? And he's like, look. If, if they made a fourth DP, if they already were full with three DPs and they changed the rules to bring in Messi, I don't care, he says. I don't care. You make it happen. This is the best player in the world. You do whatever you have to do. If the, if the league has to change the rules to bring in Messi, they're going to do it. They did it for Beckham, and Messi's a better player than Beckham. Beckham was a great brand and and a good player, and he did amazing. Look, when Beckham came in, the 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 uh, it was twenty five million around that to get to get a a new MLS franchise. Charlotte comes in; it's somewhere near like five hundred million. So you go from twenty five million to five hundred million, and that's the Beckham effect. What is the Messi effect going to be? And I read that book, the Beckham Beckham effect by Grant Wall. It's a good book. So, uh, you know, I love, I just loved the fact that, you know, he just beat Miami and he had the opportunity to gloat in the, the, like, like, uh, 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 saying that the, the reporter is a hater. Absolutely. And everybody get used to everybody in MLS hating all the reporters, all the, you know, hating on M on, on inner Miami. But at the same time, I think I got a feeling that when we go into all these stadiums, it's going to feel a little bit like a home match because all those Messi fans are going to go get themselves a pink Messi jersey because Messi transcends Inner Miami and, and he goes, Messi goes into, into, uh, uh, New England Revolution Stadium, uh, Gillette Stadium, I think it is. They goes into the Charlotte Stadium. You go into Atlanta. You're going to hear the roars for Messi. When Messi scores, you're going to hear the roars. It's going to feel like 
Maybe. I hope. I think. Maybe. Correct me if I'm wrong. If you disagree with me, let me know. Um, I think it's going to feel like a home match for Inter-Miami in a lot of these stadiums, which is going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. All you bandwagon fans, come on. I mean, you know, there's, 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 you know, some people hate on the new fans of bandwagoners. We welcome you. Come on. Come on into Inter Miami. We'll love you and hug you as if you were here from day one. So, uh, but, but like One World, One Goal says, the reporters, on the other hand, are going to be obnoxious. So, I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Man, there, Marsman is getting some hate in this chat. Bruno's saying, Marsman is a bum. Maybe y'all didn't see him play enough. He has some of the intangibles that Drake doesn't. He's boisterous, fearless, great with his feet, true leader uh, from the back. Drake has been very something. Um, but, yeah, Marsman's not a bad goalkeeper. It's just that Calendar has an upside. He, he, he you know, um, he was he's better. And Marsman's not a bum, but Marsman should probably keep his mouth shut. But there is one other thing I wanted to bring up, and we got like just a few minutes because I have to, just like the last time I did this, I have a dinner I have to take my family to. Um, but there is one last uh, thing I wanted to bring up, and let me find my photo that I had for that. Jason Christ. So. In 2015, I think it was, 2014, 2000, here it is, 2014, Jason Kreiss, our former assistant coach, at the time was getting ready to coach New York City FC. He was asked about Messi even back then. And Jason Kreiss says, I firmly believe that if you put Lionel Messi on the worst team in Major League Soccer, they would still be the worst team in Major League Soccer. The funniest thing about this quote is that it's happening. Lionel Messi is coming to the worst MLS team in the East. Not the worst team in the entire league. They're third from the bottom in the, um, in the um, uh, shield race, supporter shield race. But he is on the we are in the bottom of the East. So the question is now, what can what is the difference that Messi makes on a bad team? What I mean, if you just plot Messi onto this team by himself, I don't think we become the best team, but I think we at least make the playoffs. Um, I think he's one. I think we uh, um, we at least make the playoffs. But it is an interesting quote that Jason Christ made. And could, could this be one of the reasons why Jason is no longer with this team? Did this quote come back to bite him? I doubt it. But it's kind of ironic, isn't it? Um, so it's kind of funny. But it, it will be interesting. It will, They're not just going to plop him onto this team. You are going to see more players come in. Um, I've heard a message that we will be happy with the players that they bring in. That was a, some mes a message I kind of hurt. Um, yeah, Kata saying that's why, that's why Christ was let go. Maybe, maybe that is why Christ was let go. But anyways, guys, we're going to wrap it up now. Um, I know questions about parking. The funniest thing is how quick. Fort Lauderdale, the city of Fort Lauderdale, 
tweeted out a welcome messy, welcome to Fort Lauderdale, something to that effect. And that, right, and that's the city. How quick is the city going to give back the yellow lot and go? Because Fort Lauderdale does not want Inner Miami to go play at Hard Rock. They want the world to be watching their city. That Drive Pink is in Fort Lauderdale. Yes, we're named Miami, but we're currently playing at Fort Lauderdale. All eyes on Fort Lauderdale. That's what the city wants. City should bend over backwards right now and say, I'm sorry, you can have the yellow lot back. But even if they don't give the yellow lot back, the other options that Inner Miami came up with, the brown and purple lot, they work fine. Granted, they might have to un open up a few more areas, some more satellite parking, because if they're going to add seats in the corners, we're definitely going to need a few more parking slot spaces as well. But it would not shock me if the yellow lot is offered back. Time will tell. It's an exciting time to be an Inner Miami fan right now. I do have to wrap up the show, guys, but thanks so much for watching. You guys in the chat are great. No sanctions next year, as Kata says. We are excited about that. What can the team do next this year and then onwards next year with no sanctions? So um, everybody, please like, share, and subscribe. Thanks so much for watching. If you made it to the end, we love you guys. And, and those of you that show up here week in, week out, you make this show fun. If it wasn't for you, we, we, we'd just be, you know, talking to no, nobody. So thanks so much for you guys for playing along. It's a lot of fun. And we will see you next week with guess what? Next week, you know what we're going to talk about next week? Guess what? We're talking messy again next week. Of course, that's what we're going to be talking about for the next several years. So all right, everybody, thanks so much. See you later.